Hi there, my name is Niall Gartland. I'm a journalist for Gaelic Life. This is the second edition of Gaelic Life's podcast and I speak to Kevin Cassidy about the return of Jimmy McGuinness as Donegal football manager. Obviously, it's, it's, uh, it's big news in Donegal, no, no two ways about it, Kevin. No, because it's great, you know, it's, I think it's just exactly what we needed because you think back to last year and the whole process of picking the manager and then when we appointed Paddy and then with Paddy leaving then, just everything was just kind of up in the air, you know, and the whole kind of fallout between the academy and there was just so many different camps in Donegal last year, you know what I mean? So this looks like a kind of a clean slate and, you know, suppose last year after Jim said he'd be interested in helping, I think he was always, always going to be approached, you know, at the start of this year and fair play to the county board, they've, they've gone about it the right way. Uh-huh. And, uh, do you think the, the raw ingredients are there for Donegal to, I suppose, get back to the top table? Definitely, like, definitely, like, you know, we're, we're not going to be sitting here saying we're going to win any All-Irelands or anything, you know, but, you know, when, when I look at Ulster, obviously you've got Derry flying high and, you know, Monaghan going very well and Armagh, you know, strong, but, you know, we lost a lot of players last year who stepped away for one reason or another, so... Like, I have no doubt, and I know for a fact that Jim rang all those players before he accepted the, the job, so he's obviously happy of who's going to commit. So once we have our full pick that's available to us, you know, we're not that far away. Uh-huh. Are you surprised by the trajectory Jim's career's taken? Obviously stepped down in 2014 and was probably looking towards forging a, you know, a, a proper professional soccer career. And you know, Do you think it hasn't really worked out, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You know, I suppose when he, when he looks back himself, now listen, I suppose it was a chance he had to take and if it paid off, it would be great. But, you know, like you say, it just it didn't go to, go to plan for him. And um, I suppose that that world's a very difficult world to break into because, like, you know, you're going to be coaching boys and they're going to obviously look at your background and where you come from and, you know, have you played the sport and all that kind of stuff. So that was all, always going to go against him. So, you know, I think that maybe if you look back at now, he, he may have stuck with the the GA route, but like he's a young enough guy, he's back in there now, so. Yeah, and I suppose he has been doing a bit of coaching here and there from what people have been saying over recent years, you know, so it's not as if he's coming coming back into the deep end of things completely. No, like, and he's always been involved with, you know, through media, or, or like you say, he's kind of helped out with different teams and coaches and stuff, and he's always the kind of guy who's good, he's always upskilling himself anyway, you know, so he's, he's going to be up to date on what's happening in the scene at the minute, and obviously things have changed dramatically in terms of the style of football and stuff, but, you know, it's, Jim will come, he'll either come with a new plan, or he'll double down on his old plan, that's exactly what will happen, you know, so, um... It's, it'll be interesting anyway, yeah. What do you, you know, just on that note, what are you expecting from Donegal's style of play? Do you think it'll be the same sort of counter-attacking style he had back in the day? or will he, will he think things it, it, it all depends. Like, you know, it definitely all depends on who's available to what kind of players we have. Like he, He'll tailor a system that best suits his players, the same as he did the last time he was with Donegal. So, you know, um, be a lot of talk, talking, be a lot of pressure around, you know, can he convince Michael Murphy to come back and stand on the edge of the square? If he can do that, then the direct approach is open to him. If he can't do that, I'm not sure if there's any in Donegal who can play that position to allow us to play that game. So we may have to go back to the run instead. So it just depends a lot of things over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and obviously some uh, some men you're very familiar with in the, in the backroom team, particularly uh, Colm and Neil. Uh, what, what do you think they'll bring to the table? Just going by, I mean, you've probably known Neil all your life, Kevin. Yeah, and two, two very good additions. I and mean, Colm, first of all, Colm's 
he's always been in, interested in the, the coaching aspect. Um, you know, he's always taken teams at his club and his college and unions, and you know, he's always got them very well drilled. And he's, he's you know, he's a good thinker of the game. And then Neil, on the other hand, he's a good lad for the dressing room. He's taken a reminders his last kind of two years, so okay. he's dipped his toe in the water. And you know, they're just they're good lads to be about a dressing room because. You know that they're very serious when it's time to be serious, but they're you know they're they're light-hearted characters too, so they're 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 good men to be around there. Yeah, do you get the sense that Neil would be good tactically as well? I do. Do you know what I mean? He's he's interested in, in, in that since I suppose Jim came into our setup way back. Neil's kind of taken a lot of that on board, and he's obviously been there, you know, for maybe eight or nine years of that, and then Rory, and then um, with Declan and stuff. So. You know, he's, he's always kind of trying to implement stuff that he's learned in the current, be it a club or whatever, and he's doing a good job with our minors at the minute. You know, he's helping out. So I think that I don't think Jim will lean too much on both of them for tactics. I think it will be more like as in morale and, you know, driving standards and stuff. Do you see it as a as a brave move in a sense to come back? Because you can see Jim's reputation is at stake here. Like, a, you know, obviously he reached two all Ireland finals, one and one of them in the space of a couple of years. You know, if he if he came back and he didn't do well, it might take it might detract a wee bit from his legacy, possibly. Yeah, I suppose it, you could say it's a, it's a risk. But on the other hand, like we spoke about earlier on, the soccer thing didn't work out for him. So I suppose. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, he's he's not going to sit idle for the rest of his life. I suppose he wants to get back into it in some way, and like there's an opposition, there's an opportunity there with Donegal now. So he knows the landscape, he knows the players, he knows how things work. So I think it might have been easier going back to Donegal instead of taking another county, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah. What was your own instinctive reaction when you heard over the last week that he was likely to come back? Because obviously, you know, you, you had your run-ins for Jim. You know, a lot went to Kevin, you know, but obviously things yeah. ended in a certain, probably in a sour note with Donegal for yourself. Um, are, you, are, you, are you happy he's back for the sake of the county's progression, if you know what I mean? I think, like, if you sit down and you look at the, the whole picture, he's the best man for Donegal. He's the best fit. You can talk about bringing, you know, other people in and people from the outside, but I think... You know, it's, it's a three-year term with the option of a fourth, and I think that's what Donegal need. Donegal are going to need a wee bit of time. We mightn't do it next year. Um, and Jim done the same in his first year with Donegal. You know, he, he'd build and he'd bring through, and I think that's why he's got young uh, Luke Barrett with him. He's, he's been the minor manager the last two seasons, so he'll be looking to see, right, who is able to step up maybe next year after a year of development. So, you know, I think he's definitely the best fit for Donegal uh, of who's out there. And, and I think... It may just bring a wee bit of positivity back yeah. to Donegal. Yeah, I could even see see that myself. I was at the my throne fell I was at the throne Donegal match in Bally Buffet, and there really wasn't a see there wasn't atmosphere to associate with Bally Buffet when Donegal were in their pomp. To be honest with you, there wasn't that kind of crackling no. atmosphere. Definitely not. And, and I touched on it earlier on there. The whole fallout with the academy would, doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. Like that. It split the county in two or three, you know what I mean? Because you have a certain amount of people who stick by the county board and you have a certain amount of people who stick with uh, Carol Lacey and his coaches and, you know, it just doesn't create a good atmosphere. And even last year going to games, people who normally would go to games, they weren't going to games, you know. So at least this will inject a wee bit of life back into it. Uh-huh. And uh, 
Donegal, Donegal uh, heading into Division 2 uh, next year. Uh, I saw earlier someone reined off the list of managers in Division 2. You know, there's Lakes, obviously Jim, there's Col- I think Colm O'Rourke, Mickey Hart and all these all these fellas. Like, there's, there's not even a guarantee necessarily that Donegal will achieve promotion from Division 2, you know, it'll be tough. Uh, definitely, but like, make no mistake about it, this is like, Jim's thought about all of this and he knows they're in Division 2, so there's not, I know there's be pressure to get out of that, but it's not the kind of dogfight that Division 1 would be, so it allows you that wee bit of time to to get your your squad together, so like all of these things would be thought out methodically before he even considered taking the job, you know, so I think that... Jim will be happy that he's in Division 2 this year because, like I say, it allows him that wee bit of opportunity where you're not against a Dublin or a Kerry or them kind of teams, Mm. so um, it it might actually help him. Uh-huh. And uh, how how important do you think it was that you'd like Martin McHugh and Anthony Malloy and the selection panel? It probably added a bit of, a bit of gravitas to the whole thing. Yeah, and you know what it did? It, just, it, it added accountability because what yeah. would happen here was something would happen and then you'd have ex-players and whatever else coming out saying, oh, geez, this wasn't done right or that wasn't done right. So it's in fair play to the two lads. They stood up and they said, right, we'll go on the committee. So... Whatever happened, whether it be Jim or whoever was appointed, like nobody could turn around then and say it wasn't done properly. So I think we learned our lessons from last year. And like Fergus McGee, the, the chairman, deserves a lot of credit as well because hmm. he's he's pulled things together there nicely, you know. Uh-huh. And do you see parallels with maybe the year around you know two thousand and ten when things were kind of rock bottom for Donegal, and then Jim came in and managed to turn everything around? You know, you, I mean, you have to give the man credit, like. There is comparisons, like, but uh, like even a few people said it to me. Uh, I think you know, there's comparisons surely, but when you can, you need to be realistic and you need to look at those players that Donegal had in that era. Like there were generational players, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if there's, you know, Michael Murphy's or Carl Lacey's or Neil McGee's within that squad at the minute. You know, so that's we need to be realistic, but we also definitely that there's sense for you know, positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may have seen Neil McCoy. Uh, I suppose if Gaelic Life tweeted out last week, they didn't think uh, Michael Murphy would be coming back, you know, but I suppose that was before Jim was officially announced and you'd, you'd expect Jim to be asking the question anyway. Definitely, and he won't ask it once, he'll ask it five or six times, okay. you know, so there's a lot of things there. Michael, obviously, he's, he's heavily involved with the media at the minute. Does he want to give that up? Does he want to come up for another yeah. year? Uh, I think the door is still open personally because if it wasn't, he'd be in the backroom team somewhere. So. Yeah. I think that there may be an opportunity and I think if, if you can get Michael back if he's willing to commit then it allows you to play a number of different ways yeah. you know, but if he doesn't commit then we really are limited to how we approach the games Yeah, I assume Michael always had a good relationship with Jim given uh, Jim made him captain at, at such a young age really Ah yeah, they're very close and listen, you know be- before Jim would have met anybody in the county board, I'm sure Michael would have been the first port of call just to get the lowdown and how things were the last year or two. And Michael's thoughts in the panel and personnel within the panel and personalities and everything like that. Because, you know, before Jim takes a job, he, he'll make sure that he's all those things ticked off. So I've no doubt he's been speaking to Michael on a number of occasions, you know, before this. Uh-huh. Uh, when you look back to that year, 2011, right through to 2014, like obviously Rory Gallagher was involved for the, I think it was the first couple of years anyway, if that year. Um, you know, like in terms of coaching, how, how was it divvied out in that time? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Jim was kind of leading the way at the same time, even with Rory involved. Yeah, that, like, that's, that, this is the big, I suppose, the big question for Jim. And 
like Rory, Rory was massive. Like he's seen what he done, obviously with Derry. Yeah. You know, and now at the minute, like Rory probably took maybe sixty percent of the coaching sessions okay. when, when Jim was there. You know, so you know whether Colin steps into that breach or you know I don't know if it played out, but I heard Connick Gilling his name was kind of mentioned around there. So maybe it's something that. Jim may do he may take in another coach along with him because it's, it's a heavy workload yeah. like if you're planning and you're you know t- talking to lads day in day out and then you also have to plan your your sessions you know it's, it's a big workload so uh-huh. it's just, it'll be interesting to see who's gonna who's gonna share that uh-huh. uh, so even though Jim's obviously a very strong character he wasn't a he wasn't a you know for want of a better word a dictator about the whole thing you know he was happy enough to share the load no, not at all. No, like I say, Rory would have done majority of the on-field coaching. You know, especially the forward playing stuff like that. There, so he'd have no, he'd have no problem. You know, allowing boys to have an input. Mm-hmm. It's just obviously there'll be, there'll be a plan to stick to as long as they're, they're working within that plan. You know. Uh-huh. And, and do you expect that? I mean, we, you talked about it earlier about the the for you know the three years with an option for a fourth. Do you think it'll take a year or two, just like it did in his first stint for you know them really to establish? Well, yeah, really to establish himself. Yeah, you know, I suppose that the main thing is just getting everybody back who stepped away last year, getting them yeah. back on their programs because maybe we slipped a wee bit in that terms of your strength and conditioning, what have you, last couple of years. So. And then, you know, it, it just it will probably take time. You know, we have some decent players, we have a good squad, we will be competitive, but, you know, I don't know if we're good enough to dominate Ulster, I think we used to, um, mm-hmm. just at the minute, so it may take a while. Mm-hmm. I'll not keep you much longer, Kevin, but do you think, uh, do you think, do you think Jim will target maybe Derry the way he targeted Don, or the way he targeted Don, a throne back in the day? You know, like these are the lads, we need the, we need the bait if we're going to compete at the really high, high end of things. A hundred percent, and like you know, it'll be it'll be it'll be Derry within Ulster, and it'll be Dublin within Ireland because yeah. that's the bar, and there is no no point going in there if you don't believe that you can get up to that. So I can guarantee you, the first training session that those two yeah. teams will be mentioned, and it'll be a case of if you don't believe you can get yourself up to compete with these boys, then don't yeah. stay in this room. You know. Yeah, it is hard to envision a scenario where. You mentioned lads, uh, you know, possibly coming back. It's hard to imagine him not coming back because he does have that. He does have that star power, I suppose. You know, like I mean, Donegal have only won two All Airs in history, and he managed them to one of them. And was a play, you know, he was a part of the panel anyway during the other one. You know. Yeah, like he's already rounded up the trips because two of our lads, the Gidor lads, are in are in Australia at the minute, and he's been on the phone to them. Already. Already, so the the, the the ball's already <laughs> rolling because yeah, Jim's not the kind of fella who would leave things to chance and say, mm-hmm. ah, "Listen, we'll leave it another couple of weeks." You know, I would I would even imagine there'll be a get together this weekend. That's how he operates. There, there'll be no time wasted. Okay. You know, it'll be a case of get down to work and get everybody in the room who is thinking about commitment, and then tell them what's involved, and then see who you're left with. Mm-hmm. That would be the approach. You know. No, oh, that's brilliant, Kevin. I remember a few months ago you, you tweeted out something kind of laying down the. The gauntlet, the, the gym, you said, right, it's time to come back, and the, <laughs> maybe he saw because now he's back. <laughs> ah, do you know what? Like that—that that was part of 
that what I was telling you earlier on there in the past, you know, when Donegal things haven't gone well, people come out then and say, Oh, I would have done this or I would have done that. So, you know, fair play to me, he's put his hand up and even the likes of Neil, I fired Neil a text today to say, you know, fair play to step up because he's a young man, he's got a lot of other things in his life. So, you know, fair play to these guys for stepping up, at least at least they're, they're, they're going to put themselves out there. Sure, sure. No, that's perfect, Kevin. Um, thanks very much for your chat, it's much appreciated.